Welcome to Wandering in Hope. Now here's Madisonville Church of God pastor, Josh Benson. Hello everybody, this is Pastor Josh, pastor at Madisonville Church of God in Madisonville, Tennessee. And we're hammering our way through the fruits of the Spirit. Alright, here we go. We're taking them one by one in order as Paul lists them. In Galatians 5 and 22 to 23, check this out. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. Here's where we're at today. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Uh, so we're going to be talking about kindness uh, today. There's a lady named uh, Mamie Adams. And she always went to the local post office in her town because the postal employees there were friendly. So she went there one day to buy stamps before Christmas, and the lines were just really long. Uh, people were buying all kinds of packages, sending stuff, you know, everybody trying to do the same thing she was. It was just extraordinarily long line. There's somebody there, and they saw her, a younger person, they pointed out that you didn't have to wait in line uh, to get stamps because there was a stamp machine in the lobby. You just swipe your card, right? Just run your plastic and get your stamps. She looked at the young person and she said, oh, I know about the stamp machine. She said, but the machine won't ask me about my arthritis. <laughs> Alexander McLaren said one time, he said, it was an English preacher. He said, kindness makes a person attractive. And if you would win the world, melt it, don't hammer it. I think one of the things that I've learned on my job, uh, because I sell landscape projects to people, I design them, sell them, manage them, uh, that kind of thing. One of the things that I have learned is that the person is not so much buying the product as they are buying into me. It's one of the reasons why sales positions, uh, sales positions tend to be more particular about who can who who can fill the job. It's sort of one of those things you can't teach some people. so, yeah, I mean, it's one of the things that I've learned. These people have to trust me, right? They have to believe that I'm excited about the project. They want to know that I don't care about their money. I care more about their vision, right? Or I care more about their, their interim goal, right? Not my short-term gain. And so when I sell a project, I've sold myself more than I've sold the product. That's it. End of story, right? And so... Life is like this. Life is uh, very simple. And I was talking to this guy, and he says to me, he says, you know what, Josh? He says, honey attracts more bees than bitterness. And I thought about it, and I was like, ah, yeah, you got me. It's, it's true. So in Ephesians chapter 4, <clears throat> let's try to take a passage of Scripture where we can flesh kindness out biblically. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31, it says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, and clamor, and slander be put away from you. How many listen to this right now? How many of you in the last week you've been bitter, you've been wrathful, you've been angry, or you've, you've slandered and talked about somebody? Oh my goodness. 
With all malice, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Man, this, this text is so rich. We could take any of its parts. We could, any of those phrases, any of those independent clauses, we, we could take any of that, man, and just preach on it for days, right? But I, I want to look at these, these, these few words here. In verse 32, he says, Be kind to one another. Oh, wow. How much different would the world be if we just treated each other with kindness? I mean, think about it. You hear people talk like that all the time. What kind of world would it be if we didn't have a world where people were hungry or people were at war or people were arguing and culture wasn't divided? Like, you hear this all, but seriously, think about, like, just your small circle. What would work be like for you if you were kind to everybody every day? What would your home life look like? What would your church life look like? I mean, what would your personal life look like? How much more happy and content would you be if we were just kind to each other. So in verse 31, uh, Christian kindness is so extensive, Paul basically says that it replaces all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander. People say, I don't know how to get over that. Seriously? Just be kind. People say, I got hurt real bad. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how to deal with this. Hold on. Just be kind. Right? We make, we make it look like figuring out how to emotionally get over ourselves is as difficult as trying to get a crystal ball to tell us what we're going to eat for breakfast tomorrow morning. It ain't that difficult. You want to know how to, how to mend that relationship? You want to know how to be successful you, in, in, in your job? You want to know how to be a, a positive contribution to your church? You, you want to know how to change your community? You want to know how to, how to be success day in and day? Just be kind. Be kind. You know, you you might be listening to this and you'd say, Pastor, you don't know what happened to me. Like, I've been hurt really bad. Man, I, I can't, I don't know. I don't know what you've been through, but I can tell you this, and this is a biblical mandate. You're not going to get over malice, wrath, anger, bitterness, slander. You're not going to get past all that until you learn to be kind. Man, it's a tough job, I know. Sometimes there's people out there that they're tough to love sometimes. I know I'm tough to love sometimes. You know, it's a part of the old corrupt self. Uh, it says, I want to protect myself. I want to insulate myself from pain. I don't want to expose myself to the probability of injury with others. And so I'm going to put up a wall. You hear people say this sometimes, like, yeah, I just put up a wall. I put up a wall. Yeah. Okay. Well, man, eventually you're going to run out of space because you're going to be boxed in completely. Because as long as there's open avenues to you emotionally, people are going to continue to hurt you throughout this life. So what do we do? We get bitter or do we get better? We learn to be kind. Verse 26 says, Be angry but do not sin. And James 1 and 19 says, be slow to anger. So let me ask you this, okay? <clears throat> I want to draw a distinction here. Paul says, uh, Paul says to put anger aside and to be kind. 
The Bible says that Jesus went into the temple. He threw the money changers out. The Bible says that Jesus was angry, but he did not sin. Are these conflicting messages? How do we deal with this ethically in our practical life? Okay. I mean, was it kindness when Jesus made uh, made all those money changers run out of the temple, probably scared for their lives that day? I doubt it. Was it kindness in Matthew 23 and 15 when he said, he said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you bunch of hypocrites. <laughs> uh, there's a difference between being kind and enabling somebody. Okay? Your kid's 33 years old, been on drugs for 10 years. This is the third time you've took him into your house. He doesn't have any responsibility to pay the light bill. He's got no responsibility to wash dishes. He's not helping you clean the house. He's barely scraping scraping by on what he makes if he's even working because he's spending most of it on dope, and you're putting as much as a roof over his head. So, like, how many times do you think you're going to have to do that and, it, and, and fail to watch it change his life before you realize you're not, you're not really being kind technically? You're enabling him. You see? This ain't rocket science. It's common sense. All right? <clears throat> Sometimes being kind is trying to position people for success. And it may be tough love for them when you do that. Just like that 30-something-year-old son. Well, he needs to just have to hit reality right up in its face and deal with where he's at. You need to tell him, pack your bags and get out, you grown man. You're going to have to learn to fend for yourself. This is not the Lord talking, as Paul might say. This is not a command of the Lord. This is my opinion, okay? Uh, but there's a difference between being kind and enabling people, okay? There's two possible ways to to manage kindness in our life. I think that the number one thing that we need to do is really be careful of the things that we say. Uh, number two is be careful of the things that you linger on, like the things that you think on. If you wind up having a wound and you let that fester, man, and you really meditate on that and you think about that, it will prick at you and that prick turns into a serious bleed and a stab wound develops and then you just get deeper entrenched in that and before you know it, man, they may not have even really meant to hurt you like that, but you wind up hating that person. And so you have to learn to regulate your thought process, all right, so you don't become bitter, right? Uh, the other thing is that we just have to practice practice regulating our tongues. Like the things that you say, you know the old saying, like this, this little, little song, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Why is it a pile of hogwash? Words hurt people. Words hurt people, man. Sometimes words sever relationships that never get, they never get put back together. Words can end a marriage. Words can end a business deal. Words can end a whole lot of things in your life that you'd rather not end. Be careful what you say, all right? And I've learned this in my life. Man, if I'm angry, the best thing for me to do is just keep shut. Take a deep breath. Walk away. 
chill out, cool off, come back, and then assess it, right? Then deal with so-and-so. But man, in the heat of the moment, it, I'm telling you, it, it's, it's easy to do is to be unkind. So I want to encourage you this week to find somebody that's hard for you to love. Practice kindness. Think good thoughts about them. And say positive words to them this week. I dare you. I think God will bless you. This is Pastor Josh. I appreciate you listening today. I hope that you'll find a way to practice kindness in your life. Take care. We love you.